am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Welcome to the latest episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. In this episode, we are discussing how to take a break for growth, how to take a break for growth. And I believe in some of the promo that you might have seen before the episode came out, I said it was a part two to, I believe, episode seven, which is taking a break for intention. And it could really and truly be a part of a series if I were to ever put these together in a series, the intention series. It definitely would be complementary to that. Um, It could also be perceived as a sequel to episode 18, how to take a break to be selfish, because we are going to go into a lessons learned from that. If you follow me on Medium, you know I do articles on that are complementary to what I talk about in the podcast and one of the episodes, Set Intentions, Not Resolutions. I talked about what my word for 2021 is, and I talked about my 2020 journey and my 2020 word, which was the word selfish. And that is what I kind of broke down in episode 18, where the three breakaways of that episode were, excuse me, don't let guilt deter you. Face it head on, start the conversation and gain clarity. Number two, stop trying to control everything, period, because part of the selfishness was the perfectionism, right, and trying to control everything. Again, listen to the episode for a deeper dive. And (laughs) breakaway number three was being selfish can help you confront shortcomings in your life. So for this episode, I want to, of course, let you know what my word is, my intention is for 2021, And what does that look like? But I also want to give you, I just want to close the circle in a way on my selfish journey to give you lessons learned from a year of the selfish journey. So as you can recall, we've been in this little pandemic thing for a minute. It's been over a year, if I'm not mistaken, at this point. Or it feels like it. It feels like 50,000 years. But it was interesting embarking on this journey during a time where I feel like mothers had to be selfish because we were really at the forefront of holding our households together during this period, dealing with our kids and their online learning, trying to manage our mental health and their mental health, trying to manage our jobs and their jobs in the classroom, their classwork, right? If you're in a relationship, managing, keeping your relationship together. A lot of us rediscovered our spouses this year because this is probably the most time you might have ever spent with them. Or just in this type of situation. So I want to look at my selfish lessons learned in my three categories. If you look at my worksheets, I always break things down in three categories. Career, money, and relationships. So... My selfish journey in the land of career. When 2020 started, I was on a temporary employment detail is what they call them in the government for an area. It was a rotation. I'm supposed to rotate off. Someone else is supposed to come in after me. And, you know, that's the nice thing to do. But I also knew that in my situation, I was 
really at the point where I was feeling like I needed to leave my current job because my boss was not for me. I was feeling I was never going to get the growth that I needed, the money to back up all the work that I needed being in that area. So the selfish part of me was not falling on my dagger because I find that I do that a lot, especially it's the mothering thing in me, I think is what it is. So I had to be a little selfish this time and open my mouth and be like, well, I don't want to leave. I like this job. This is where I see my career aligning. I know someone is supposed to come after me, but dot, dot, dot. And I'm happy it did. It worked out for me to voice that and to have people in my corner to say, well, let's see what opportunities can come up. What's going on here? So I also had someone else to let them know the situation with my boss and to get feedback on that. But, you know, to have now people steering me in this direction and I've been able to stay because I was doing also so much COVID work. These people saw the value in me that I felt my other boss did not see in me. And I would have gotten sent back if I hadn't opened my mouth. So I had to take it and be a little selfish, even though I had other people. And I knew people were trying to come after me, but I was like, I had to do self-preservation. So, and that leads to some guilt, but that's another conversation that we'll kind of go into when I wrap everything up at the very end. So that was a lesson learned um, in career. Well, that's where I was in career, right? Um, and that was a lesson. The lesson, overarching lesson is there is that closed mouths don't get fed. And that's going to be a lesson that kind of resonates. Closed mouths don't get fed and dealing with guilt with being selfish. I think that's going to be the big lesson that you see interwoven between all three of these, these areas for my selfish, selfish year. So let's look at money. I told you I was flexing my no muscle hard. One of the things I learned this year by sitting at home more when we were definitely on lockdown with this quarantine was just looking at how much money stayed in my bank account. And so once people started moving around more and and things of that nature, I really started to look at, well, who and what was I spending my money on? And, and was it something that benefit benefited the goals that I had for my life? Was it bringing me closer to the things I wanted to do and be? So I really worked hard on asking myself the question and really telling people, no, well, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Or instead of me, this is something, this is a big lesson. Instead of me giving people a lot of money, because I used to just break down and just give people money, I just started to buy them the things that they needed. And so they could either hate me or like me for it. But instead of me giving you $80 for grocery, I just sent an Instacart to their house for the grocery because that way I could know that they got the grocery. Yes, they might've needed the money, but that would have caused them to ask me, right? Instead of what I find a lot of times people ask you for money and then they spend the money on what they really want to spend the money for um, on or whatever, then they come back to you with the ask again. And you probably hear my water and my, my heater going. It's a mess over here, y'all. But again, I started to flex my nose muscles. I started to open my mouth more about money and just really focus in on that. So being a little bit selfish, preserved, I don't see it as selfish in the long run, long run with it. But I started being what could be construed as being selfish with flexing my nose muscle. Um, with my money and saying no to myself more. Like, girl, you don't need that. Saying no to my kids. No, we got food at home. We don't need to buy all these things. Why are we buying these things? Asking questions about it. Making people confront the why and things of that nature. But being more vocal. So that was what I learned with the selfish on that. So that was also a thing, verbalizing what was there. 
Number three, being selfish for my relationship. And I think my relationships, I'm just going to go into the romantic relationship, for example, asking for what I wanted, being vocal about it. Um, I always kind of fell on the sword when it came to dating because I always felt like that's what you had to do as a mother. That's what I had seen. That's what I had read. I had had friends even saying things to me like, well, maybe your kids won't like it if you started dating. And I started putting myself first in that category because I knew the work that I was doing on myself with relationships and what I wanted. And I wanted to model that for my kids. I wanted them to see that, you know, maybe down the line, they might be a single parent. You know, I would want them to have a two-parent home. But, you know, what What if? What if? And I wanted to model, like, the, this behavior. And what happened was by me setting up these boundaries and parameters and being, I guess, selfish due to dating, it made me more vocal in my communications with the people in my life, with my kids. This is what's happening here. I'm going to date here. How do you feel about that? You know, when the world was open, not after COVID. Uh, <laughs> really that much. I talked to my ex-husband, who was not fulfilling all the obligations in the visitation documentation. And I had just let it let him go with it. And I started to hone in on that, like, I'm going to need this Tuesday. You promised me that you would get her every other Tuesday. This is what we agreed to. She needs this time with you, but I also need this time for myself. Even if I don't have a date, I just want to be able to go and have a meal by myself or maybe decompress when I come home from this long, hard day at work. But I had to be more vocal. And that's the big takeaway for everything was that I felt like by being selfish this year, I really became stronger in using my voice. I gained my voice back by flexing my no muscle during my selfish year of 2020. Write this down. I gained my voice back. It made me voice the things that I wanted, that I might have been hesitant to voice because it might have hurt someone else. It might have cut off an opportunity or hurt some feelings or it would have made me feel less about myself. Like, oh, you know, you got to do that. You can suck it up. You're stronger than them probably. You can suck it up. No. So I use my voice during this selfish year and I'm happy I did. So that's what it had. That's what the year did for me. So that was my selfish year. That was my intention. Um, again, as a reminder, anytime you set an intention, you will be tested. <laughs> You will be tested. Listen to episode 18 where I talk about some of the ways I was tested during my selfish year for that. But I'm trying to keep the episode short, so I'm trying to run through this. So that was my selfish year. And if you guys have any questions on setting your intention for a selfish year for yourself, reach out to me at thekestergroup at gmail.com. I am happy to give you a little bit of my time and help you work that out. So... Now, as we go into 2021, what was weighing on me? What I kept seeing when I was doing the assessment on where I was with this year and thinking about regaining my voice, the word that kept coming to me that what I saw as my intention for 2021 was growth. Growth. I wanted growth in all of those three areas, career money, and relationship, growth. What does career growth look like for me? So some of the things I wrote under growth and career was achieving paid speaking, 
each month this year starting in February after the release of my journal. Paid speaking, creating a stream of income from my podcast tools, right? So that's my Etsy store and my journals that are coming out. So I am looking at that in the career area for my nine to five job. Growth looks like actually pushing myself to apply for some higher level jobs. It might be management level jobs. I'm ready. I've been more than ready. Now is the time I need to grow into that job. Growth and career also will see me reaching back to see how I can help others. I want to find ways to bring up other people in my networks more this year. I want to help other people grow. So in my nine to five job, looking at volunteering my time to look at people's resume and help move them up the um, the career ladder for government jobs, connecting people. Because that, that seems to be like my biggest thing is that I'm always finding myself connected to the right people. I'm always in the rooms and meeting people and interacting with people that you need to be interacting with. So I'm really looking at helping people grow and connecting people so they can grow. I've been doing the same thing with podcasts, just connecting people in DMs. Do you know so-and-so? They're trying to moderate this room on Clubhouse. You should be in on it. If I get speaking engagement starting in February, would you want to piggyback? And then we both can collect this money. Because this is the big thing. And I talked to one of my friends about this earlier today is that so many times we get on, right? Especially people in the African-American community. This is my opinion. You can email me about it. We can have a discussion about it. I would love to have a discussion about it because it might be an episode. But we get on and we think that after us, that's it. The doors to the church are closed. Nobody else can come up in here. And we don't try to help anybody else. We don't try to pull anybody else. If anything, sometimes we try to knock people down. And so that really had been weighing on me at the end of the year, thinking back on where I had come from, the just being delivered from the, the situation and the manager I was in and the opportunities that were now being presented to me. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm in a good spot now. I want to start to reach back and pull up. I want to help others grow. So that's what we're looking at with career. Money is another area that I want to grow in. Like I said, being in this pandemic and just kind of really taking a look at where my money was going just made me realize that I can be more aggressive with my savings. I do have investment accounts. I have a couple of investments accounts, but my regular regular savings account have never been on the levels that I wanted them to be on. So I have become more vigilant in doing some of these saving challenge. I'm currently trying to save $1,000 this month. My overall goal is to make it to the end of the year with a minimum of $10,000 that I've saved just this year. Cash on hand, $10,000 saved. More would be great. $15,000 would be amazing. Hit my Oprah's voice. But $10,000 is my money savings goal. And I think I can do it. I Again, I don't know about y'all, but sitting in the home during the time that we were quarantined just really had me looking at a lot of things in my life. And I hope it made you reflective. And again, I think it's another episode, taking a break to do an assessment. I really did a lot of assessing um, during Christmas. I was off for two weeks and I really did some assessing, especially during Christmas when we're 
we feel the need to shop, shop, shop. I really started to look at my finances. And just looking at my finances, I was like, I should be able to do this. This shouldn't even be a backbreaker to save significant amounts of money. I mean, even saving $6,000, I should be able to do that. So I really, that is my challenge to try to save $10,000. So this growth, growth financially is what that looks like in my money area. Growth of my savings, excuse me. Relationships. So what I wrote down is growth in my relationship looks like communications and overcoming learned toxicity and recognizing it. So I want to be better in how I communicate with not only my romantic partner, but my friends and my family, especially my daughters. And this has been something that uh, I know what my daughters we've worked on. Um, we've all been in some type of therapy. I highly recommend it. And I could definitely see our communication getting better, how we communicate our tools and things like that. I think the pandemic has added a different level of stress. So I can see where I have fallen back off of some of my communication skills. So I want to get better with communicating with my daughters. Because again, I want to model this behavior because they're going to grow up and be just amazing young women. And I want them to have these tools uh, with my friends. I want to be able to communicate with them and let them know how I feel, how I'm feeling. And I want them to communicate well with me, with my romantic partner as well. Um, I definitely want to do that in my romantic relationships because that was something that was lacking in my marriage. And not saying that I will marry my current partner. I'm not against it, but I do. I want to present my best self. I want to make sure that I'm doing the work. I see that he is also doing the work and I love that with him in therapy and, and him and his communications, he will, I love how he just asked me like, okay, if he notices that something is wrong, he said, Hey, no, no, don't walk away. Let's talk about it. Let's, what did I do wrong? Let's talk about what happened and let's get to the root of it. And so I liked it about him. I want to say that I think I've been communicated, but not as communicative as I could have been. And that also leads over to, overcoming learned toxicity and recognizing it. My mom had a toxic trait of holding on to things. Like you would make her mad. Well, she'd be mad at you. I mean, not saying that her, her what she was mad about was even valid, but it was one of those things that she used to hold over my sister and I. And then later her own siblings, she'd be mad at you and just be mad for like something that you did like months ago. And it would just wow, come out. And be this ugly thing. And you're looking like, that's not even how I meant what, what happened. Or that's not even what happened. And when I had a recent fight with my significant other, and it wasn't even a thing. We didn't scream. We didn't fight. I just sat on my anger. I sat on my anger. I finally said something about it. I got off it. I felt kind of stupid because it was just kind of like, I could have just said this when it happened. Why did I sit on here? And I was just seething and getting mad or whatever. And then it clicked after I hung up the phone with him. I was like, that is a toxic trait. I got that from my mom and I need to stop that. So that is what growth is going to look like for me when my relationships this year is to make sure I'm communicating my feelings and I am overcoming that particular learned toxic trait and recognizing it and even speaking it out loud when it happens like, oh, nope, I see it happening. I'm sorry, my bad on my part. I'm going to tell you 
what's wrong with me and we gonna talk about this so that is what growth looks like for me this year <laughs> um in career money and relationship what's your intention for 2021 feel free to email me or hit me up on instagram or facebook or twitter i'm on all of them and let me know let's start a conversation let's start pulling back the curtain on some of these things on our intentions and things that we're working on we're all working on something we're all out here trying to uh as my kids said survive this panorama (laughs) this pandemic we're all out here trying to do the work we're all trying to be our best selves i'm so happy that you guys have joined me on my journey to my best self and until next time bye Thanks for taking a break to listen to the episode. Connect with me at P.M. Kester, that's K-E-S-T-E-R on Instagram, or email thekestergroup at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.